Hello, welcome back to another episode of Two Smoking Microphones. Today we're doing our recap and review of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode four. I'm Connor. I'm Harry, hello. 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 It's it's a Friday. It is a Friday, it's a nice day outside. So you know what that At means. At least here, it's nice and sunny. So you know what that means. It means we have to sit in our rooms, watch an episode of TV and review it on a laptop. Yeah, and I'm watching the, this this cinematic television in the best way possible on my seven-year-old iPad. I respect that. <laughs> Why are you watching it on your iPad? Because it's just the easiest way to do things when you're in bed. And plus, Disney Plus works like like shit on PlayStation. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's it just and on TV as well. Like Disney Plus is not great. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes... it's got good content on there though. No, it's got a lot of good content, but sometimes I'll watch two episodes of The Simpsons, it'll start the third episode, and then the app will just crash. We love that. And I'm just like, oh, alright then. Anyway, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Disney Plus is great because it's got great content, and Disney are our supreme overlords. Um, exactly. Disney are us all. Today we're talking about episode four, The Whole World is Watching, directed by the same person as every episode, and written by the person from last episode, Derek Kolstad. Um... Mm-hmm. This was the f- yeah. This was an episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was fine. It was fine. It, uh, like I thought, this was the strongest episode. I th- uh, I think I think I think it is, but I think the thing that's starting to to niggle at me with this series is it's starting to become predictable. Well, I mean, it's always. Everything in Marvel's pretty much been predictable, except for like I would say the end stuff, and even then, everyone was in the right ballpark. Yeah, true. You watch enough um, of it. No. You watch enough of this stuff; it's going to become predictable. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably was. It probably was the strongest episode so far. To be fair, I think in terms um, of what it did with characters, I think that's what made it the strongest episode. And I, yeah, I saw where it was going, but I liked how it was doing it. Yeah. Um, but the episode starts with a little flashback to Bucky in um, Wakanda as he's uh, yep. with um, Ayo or Ayo I don't I can't remember how they pronounce it in the, in the show um, I, think it's, I think it's Ayo yeah um, uh, anyway yeah she's like giving uh, Bucky his like you know the, the uh, trigger words to see if they work and you get a very emotional scene when Bucky realises that they don't work anymore that was a nice little scene. I that's liked a, that. That's a very good scene. I really liked that. It's a strong way to start the episode. Yeah, for sure. I think the thing for, thing for me, especially especially with that scene, but overall in this series, is I'm much more attached to Bucky than I am to Sam. I feel like this episode gives Sam a good chance to show who he really is as well, because you kind of forget that... Because he gets to uh, put on his like therapy head, because he was. He was basically a therapist. When you first yeah. when you first meet him, he's a group leader for like um for soldiers for vet for veterans. Yeah, at the start of the uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, and it's like you get to see that Sam again, and that's like, I think they handled that really well. That's what I yeah. The, I think the characterization in this episode was really good. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I really do enjoy Falcon. I like Sam, but it's just like about this series that makes me more drawn to Bucky. I think because Bucky's the more tragic both. character. So. Yeah, maybe. You feel for him. Yeah, whereas, that's for sure. Whereas with Sam, he's not got that element to his character, but, you know, he's still likeable. And I always yep. 
my thing with um with Sam is that I mean, I guess you could say this. You can definitely say this about Bucky as well in this series because this is their series. Obviously, this is the most we've actually got to know them as characters. Yeah, we've got to know them on an emotional level. Whereas, whenever I would think of Sam, I would always think of Anthony Mackie. But now I'm thinking of Sam as his own character. Yeah, and it's like because sometimes you know because Anthony Mackie does obviously present himself as quite an arrogant person in interviews and stuff like that. But I feel like that's probably just image. Yeah, I would feel like that's for for show. Yeah, um, but he's he's great as his character. No, they both. I mean, they both are. Yeah, and of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so you get the opening with with Bucky, and then it kind of cuts to them back in Latvia. He's yeah, his conversation with a uh, Io. Yeah, and they basically go, "You've got eight hours to have Zemo yeah. with you, and then we're coming again." coming to get him he's he's coming back you can have him for eight hours and then it's my weekend with him um <laughs> oh jesus and then yeah we uh then we get a little bit where they're like tracking uh carly yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of no, th- up until the last 20 minutes is a lot of tracking carly and finding out what they yeah. can kind of um and I'm trying to remember exactly the order it goes in. Oh, they go the three of them. They go to where um, Carly was last. You know where the woman that has died is. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Donya, oh, Donya. Um, that's the one. Yeah, because I I remember because her, her last name Madani is the last name of the the agent in um, the Punisher series. Yes. But it's no, no connection. No connection. <laughs> it's just the same. Um. Thing. Um. But yeah, uh, they go to find where she is because they think that's where that's how they'll find Carly. Yeah, and I mean, they, Baron Zemo does get information on Carly, to be fair. Yeah, in, in in his creepy way. You get the first kind of hints to he's not going to be helping the good guys for much longer, which we all knew was coming anyway. Yeah, I get... The thing with Zemo is he's likeable, like, because Daniel Brawl's really good, and, like, he's he's got that... Because, like we said last time, he's quite goofy. Yeah. Um... But then you realise, oh, he, he's still a prick. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a class A wanker. Um, but, yeah. I mean, he gives that girl money to give to her family. That's quite nice, to be fair. I think it's because he, he feels for her on an emotional level because it reminds him of his family and what he lost. Yeah, I, I thought guess. Yeah, I thought they were going to go more with the... Because he says that he says to the kids, like, you know, something about his... his uh, he says that, you know, Turkish Delight was his son's favourite. And I thought they were mm. going to go more in that direction with it, but I'm kind of glad they didn't because he is still meant to be a villainous character. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we get the arrival of um, Mr. Mister Not Captain America. Oh, I just hate him. I hate him so <laughs> they've, much. They've made him really, yeah, unlikable, which is, you know, it's great, it's... great, great performance by um, Wyatt Russell. I don't get why people are sending him the hate, but... No, for sure. But yeah, the character, I just, I, I know you're meant to dislike him, but I dislike him on a very fundamental level now. Yeah, like, I just can't stand I've, that character. I've been seeing a lot of things go around. So you know that scene um, in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, where um, Erskine talks to, uh, to um, Steve before the experiment? Yes. Um, and he says to him, you know, whatever happens, you know, stay yourself, like, stay yourself a good man, not, not a perfect soldier or something like yeah. that. I've seen that going around a lot, and they're like comparing, saying that that's why Steve was good as like Captain America because he was a good man. Um, John Walker is the perfect soldier. Yes, 
I agree with that, 100%. Um, so, you know, and obviously they keep saying that, you know, when... Because obviously by, we'll get to it more, but by the end of the episode, he's clearly taken the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah, and he's definitely, he's definitely. I do think he's gearing up to be more of an antagonist. Oh no, yeah, because they they even go go as far as to say the Super Soldier Serum uh, enhances what you have. It doesn't give you stuff; it enhances what you have. Mm. Like it makes you strong, yeah, but it also enhances what you have. And obviously, that made Steve more of the more humble. You know, I'll step in front of a, a grenade for anybody kind of person. Yeah, and it makes John Walker more of a dick. Makes him more insane, I think. Which, I, yeah, it's it's definitely pushed him. And you can always, already see there was something wrong with him. Yeah, you can yeah. see in the last couple of episodes. But this was the episode, I think, I think, as we'll talk about as it goes on, but this was the episode that, that snaps him. Yeah. This episode um also uses the line, the means to an end, a few times. So it's like, you okay. get you very much get that, you know, when you do things... Like they, uh, fucking... Bucky refers to Zemo as a means to an end. That's why they broke him out of yes. prison. I can't remember who else uses the line, but um, uh, you very much get that impression that that's the kind of person John Walker is as well. Like he'll do anything to get the result that he yeah, wants. He'll do absolutely anything it takes to get the yeah. result, no matter who he hurts. But um, so we get like a little bit of them kind of teaming up, but John Walker clearly wants to be in charge. Um, John Walker wants their John Walker wants their respect yeah. as. The, he wants he wants them to look up to him as Captain America. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like Steve and like, as an Avenger, but they're obviously like, you're not an Avenger. You're not. Oh, no, he's not Captain an Avenger. America. You're none of these things. But um, so that's why we get a scene where Sam's like, I want to talk to Carly, you know, on my own because he can feels like he can get to the root of what she's about. And he was getting something. It's a great scene. Well. It's also a great scene. I really like that scene. Yeah. Um, but he he was genuinely getting somewhere. Yeah, but that that that's I get what you're saying as well when you say it's predictable because it's like oh I know what's gonna something's gonna clearly go wrong obviously like you could predict yeah. the story beats of this episode yeah but I think they did it well and that well enough that I still enjoyed it. Yeah, like I en- I enjoyed the episode for and, sure, and it did kind of leave me second guessing. Oh, are they gonna do that or are they gonna not do? You know, are they gonna subvert it or not? And I'm glad they didn't really because. I don't know. It just felt it felt natural as well. Like you understand yeah. John Walker interrupting because you know he wants to be in charge, obviously. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He he wants to be. He wants everyone to respect him and look to him. Like after that, when when because obviously John Walker interrupts their conversation and then a kind of a fight slash chase ensues. Mm-hmm. But once that's over and they're back, they're back in the kind of hotel. Um, and the Dora Milaje turn up <laughs> it's very clear that when, when John Walker's introduced him hi Captain America and they're ignoring him he wants to he wants everyone to respect him and kind of almost not bow to him but almost yeah. be like this is our leader but when he doesn't get that he starts to kick off and yeah. it's very much like a spoiled child oh yeah that's very much that's also very much a scene that you can see it changes him his direction a little bit because he's like he's beaten and they're like, he's like they're not even super soldiers so he feels weak yeah. So he's like, well, do I have to be a super soldier to really be Captain America? Yeah, exactly. And obviously, at this point, he has found the serum as well. Like he's found the last vial. Um, was that had that happened at this point, or is that in the next? Yeah, yeah that, that was. Course, that yes. had. Yeah, because that's when he obviously he's shot Carly at this point. Yeah. Um, and Zemo destroys all of but one vial that slips away. Is Captain America throws his shield in his face? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I said the main the main part of the episode is probably the last ten fifteen minutes, like the last. Well, we get 
um, we get the Carly obviously kind of threatening Sam's family. <laughs> yes, true. Um, to get Sam away from John Walker because she's at that point decided that they need to kill Captain America. Yeah, they've decided that that Captain America is very much a threat and yeah. not gonna not gonna end things peacefully. And as you see throughout the episode, you know, even Captain America himself is like, "We need to end this. Like, we're not we're not taking her in peacefully." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so she so she contacts Sam's sister and basically is like, "Look, I'm gonna give you some corners to send to him. Come alone." But what I liked about that is Bucky was very much like, "I'm going with you." As much as they don't want to admit their partners or even friends, they're definitely there for each other. Well, yeah, he's protective of Bucky. Bucky or Sam? Fucking hell. Yeah, I like that as well. Which, yeah, I guess is a little bit unexplained, but I guess it's because Bucky doesn't have anyone else. Yeah, this is kind of his only kind of true alliance at the moment. Yeah. And as much as he'll act like, you know, he doesn't care and he doesn't want to be there with him, and they're not partners, as they always say. Um, they're yeah. very much, you know, they're working together, so they are. <laughs> exactly, and then it, and then that leads to the the final act of the episode, I guess the the big kind of uh, battle slash chat. Like, so basically, Sam and Bucky are talking to to Carly, and Sharon comes over the intercom and is like, "Oh, Cap, Cap's on his way. Like he's entering the building now." They're um, at, that's at a different place, right? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's very. Then, oh, of course, it is. Yeah. It's very confusing Falcon, at first, but yeah. Yeah, so as soon as I say Cap's on his way, Bucky jumps down. This is a bit I wasn't too sure. Bucky jumps down, uh, Carly intercepts him, mm-hmm. Falcon kind of pushes her away and pushes her against the wall, Yeah. and then turns to Bucky and goes, I'll give you the coordinates, go. Is that the coordinates for to get to where Cap is? Yeah, because that's where they all end up. Right, okay, cool. Yeah, I just it confused me at the time, so I just wanted to clarify. Oh no, yeah, because they all end up there, don't they? Fighting in that room mm. at the end. Um, because and also, um, what the, uh, I can't remember his actual name, but Battlestar and uh, Cap Lamar. are split up. Yeah, Lamar, they're split up. Um, um, John Walker goes looking for him. Just gets in a fight. Everyone's in. Everyone's in a fight in one room. Lamar shows up and then Carly shows up and she kicks him into a pillar and he dies by the looks of it. And that was the first time I remembered he actually had a name. I just forgot it now. Like if I yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That was definitely that was the moment that Cap snaps. Oh of that course. was the moment that he, he fully um, I mean clearly starts to lose it. I mean clearly. Well, yeah, I mean after that he chases one of the flag smashers out of out of the into the uh, streets. Out of the building into the street and just brutally kills him with the shield I like and that's the, how the episode yeah is. I like the mirroring of um that's what that's the same way that Cap beats Iron Man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but obviously Cap there was with that is Cap stops he's yeah he stops but this one no he doesn't follows through and, and now we'll obviously come back into play yeah. next week because and obviously everyone was recording it the whole world yeah, saw that yeah that's what the whole world is watching is the name of the episode um, <laughs> oh yeah shit but um you then you get that kind of haunting image of Captain America standing there with a bloody shield yeah that was a bit dark wasn't it Jesus <laughs> and it's like yeah, yeah. that's what they're good they're, well, they're good at like Marvel are good at making you feel like something was violent without showing you the violence like the ex- 
excessive violence, of course, because you don't see what actually happens to the guy. You just see the blood. Yeah, the true. Yeah, that's very true. They do cut away, don't they? Yeah. Um, and that's and gonna, think, that's going to change things. Either I feel like John Walker's going to maybe go on, try and go on the run or something. I don't know. But yeah, I think now we're very much in in the in the well, part two, of two Sam's going to get the shield. Two episodes left, so. Yeah, I mean, I assume next one, the next episode five is meant to be the big one. Yeah, well, I mean, I I hope that episode six is a big one as well because it's the finale. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, but no, yeah, no, no, they're saying yeah, the next one's meant to be like the most intense episode or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, um, can't think of anything too much else. I like, I like, I do like that the Dora Milaje just 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 beat them. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, right, with this episode, it was, I enjoyed the episode, but I don't have a lot to say on it. Like, it, I, the, 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 my favourite parts of this series as a whole are probably just the action sequences and the relationship between Sam and Bucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping their next episode truly gives us some proper standout moments. It's that show where I saw uh, someone said it, the other, I heard someone say it the other day, and it reminds me of um, how I felt about Mandalorian season two. It's not the best, but I still want to keep watching because I want to know what happens. Yeah, hundred percent. Like for me, it's 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 not got me talking about it as much or like thinking about it all the time like One Division did. Mm. Like for me, with One Division, at the end of an episode, I was I was actually thinking for the next episode, and I was trying to theorize, yeah. and I was trying, I was really excited for it. But this has been more of a Oh, oh, it's Friday. Oh, there's a new episode. All right, yeah, I'll put it on now. That's a very um, different um, show as well because that that was laying so many like things on out for us to theorize about. Yeah, true. This one's definitely more grounded. And yeah, this is straight to it. This show, it's while this show is obviously wider in that it's exploring more of the world. Um, it's definitely more straightforward, and we know what it's about. We know it's about. Yeah. you know. It's about who's going to be Captain America, basically. Yeah, for sure. And it's still good. Like it's still a strong show. I think it's a. It might maybe not the strongest episode, but like that might still be episode two for me. But um, I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed, like I said, the characterization in this episode. Yeah, I'm enjoying the characterization overall, but I'm enjoying the action sequences yeah. probably the most of this episode. I think, I think the last, the last act and the action of it, I, I quite enjoyed. Oh yeah, and during the fight with the Dora Milaje, um, Zemo escapes. And I mean, we knew that was going to happen at that some point. Yeah, happen. I mean, he was always going to get away. I wonder if he's going to still come back and have a part to play in the episode, in the future, rest of the series, probably. Yeah, I would have thought that he's in the last two episodes. I wouldn't have thought he's just gone now. There's still that shot of um, the bullets falling out of, is it someone's hand? I don't know, you know? Yeah, I, I very much would have thought that he comes back to lay groundwork for whatever they've got planned for him next. Probably. Uh, I doubt I, If he comes back in the next episode, I'm like not expecting it to be early. No, towards the end of the yeah. next episode. Maybe he's the cliffhanger part of the episode. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Um, and it, like I've said, this I just want to keep. I just want. I want the rest of the show because I want to know what how it's going to turn out. You know. Yeah, I, I, 
I wouldn't be opposed to them dropping the last two at the same time kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'd, I'd much rather just watch it all now so I can watch it. How long was this episode? 53 minutes, same as last week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It felt quite brisk. Yeah, it does kind of go very quickly. Mm. Well, a lot does happen, like, going through it, and it's yeah. like, that. okay, that was everything that happened, and it's quite a lot. Like, it still moved quite there, quickly. Yeah, there is a lot to the episode, considering it feels quite quick, which I guess is a, is a testament to it. I guess the fight scenes were long. <laughs> I don't really... Well, the last, the last, the last act was a good ten minutes. I will say the action in this hasn't really had me like gripped, as in the way like the action of the Winter Soldier did. Yeah, I that, can see that. that's a that's a big level to live up to. Yeah, but that's the level they're trying to aspire to as well. Do you know, what I mean, these are meant to be on the same level as as the films. Yeah, no, of course. What I'm, what I'm saying is that I just don't find the like fight scenes that memorable. No, yeah, there's not been a there's not been a fight sequence yet where I've gone, oh, that was that was standout for me. Like I'd yeah. happily go on YouTube to watch it. There's been nothing like that yet. Yeah, I don't think they're the which most... is what I'm hoping happens think... in the next one. I don't think they're the best choreographed in that sense, but yeah, you know, we might see see some more. Fingers crossed, the last two have some true standout yeah. moments. I'm sure they will. We're gonna get some. I'm sure we're going to get some uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff at some point. Okay, they've released yeah. uh, a soundtrack for the first three episodes. I was wondering when they were doing that. Oh, okay, sick. Um, because they've released the uh, the opening song. The, the theme song, which plays not at the opening. It plays at the end. <laughs> yeah. That was released, but they've released the soundtrack for the first three episodes. Let's jump on that. Even though it's, you know, there's a lot of similar, like, similar little things in there that are from the other two Captain America soldier Captain America soldier <laughs> Captain America films that um Henry Jackman did and I don't think the soundtracks stand out I like the old tracks you know that show up yeah I like the little motifs but in terms of the news there's nothing new that that no I do like sticks out I do like the show's theme song though yeah I like the theme song um like more so than I like the WandaVision one but you know there's no need to compare them really uh, yeah, that's fair. For me, the One Division one was just really catchy. I sing it all the time. Well, the One Division one was good because, like, I um, the people that obviously made wrote it, you you've seen the uh, behind the scenes thing. They they came up with the motif, like the four the four little court the four note motif, mm. and they did their best to like play it throughout all the um, like the opening songs they then did as well. So that was you know really good. Yeah, no, for sure. That became a part of like the actual soundtrack and that. Because obviously the soundtrack's done by the, it's done by the same guy that did the Ant Man soundtracks. Really? Yeah. Which hmm. I think are all Didn't right. Like I, it does repeat the same, you know, because Ant Man has his theme in that, but I think it's still memorable. Yeah, I don't really remember the Ant Man soundtrack. I think if you heard, if you went and listened to just the theme, you'd you, you'd know. <laughs> yeah. I think it has more memorable theme than say Doctor Strange, which is Michael Giacchino, so you'd expect that to be. Best. Yeah, no, he's, I do like Giacchino in general. Yeah. He is uh, very good. Yeah, he is good. I'm looking forward to his Batman soundtrack. Oh, it's going to be so good. But that was an um, episode, I guess. Yeah, again, like, like we said, there was a lot that goes on but not loads to talk about, weirdly. 
yeah, there's no like theories or anything like that. I still think there's something going wrong, going with, on with Sharon. Oh yeah, for sure. But you get like a scene with her, yeah, with that, and she's just walking somewhere. Yeah, we have no <laughs> idea what she's doing. No, we don't. And then, but there is a scene when um someone gets a text from the power broker again, saying specifically, you know, oh, I want my vials, or I'm gonna, you know, blow up the Empire State Building. You. I don't know. He didn't say that. But yeah, he's gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna come kill you if you don't give me back my super soldier serums. But they don't have them anymore. But they don't have them anymore. Bloody Zemo! Isn't there a line that um? There's a kind of um, it's when um fucking Zemo is talking all about like what the super soldier serum kind of represents and how it leads to things like the Avengers and Nazis. I guess he says as well. Um, there's the yeah. li- there's the line when um I think is it Sam that says that you know like what about Steve and he's like Steve Rogers was like you know different essentially there's like there isn't another, yeah, there isn't another Steve Rogers like yeah but yeah, yeah there's never been another there's never been another Steve Rogers or something like that it's along those lines yeah and it's, he's right yeah there's never been anyone like any other super soldier the only other super soldier that's like even remotely close is Bucky but he was uh, he was the winter soldier for a long time so you know he's... yeah he was an assassin yeah um but it's, it's true when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, I did like that line as well. And the show is definitely like you know it 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 is like leaning on like oh it's going to be Sam you know because he's the one that has all those like kind of characteristics that Steve had. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that it'll be Sam that gets the shield over Bucky. Bucky won't get it. No, of course not. Um, because Bucky's very much in the in the in the headspace of Steve gave it to you. Yeah. Like, it's, yours you you need to honor what he gave you um bucky would only take uh, it reluctantly yeah he would take it so people like john walker wouldn't get it and uh, i don't know who who said it but um i think it might have been a tweet i read it but someone said um like by the end of the series uh, sam, sam won't become captain america for steve he'll become captain america for isaiah if, oh, okay. if they if they work him back into it in these last couple of episodes, which you know they could still do, that'd be interesting. You know, it would. It would. Um, Silence. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about this one. I'll be honest. I mean, we've still gone for a reasonable amount of time. It's only like twenty six minutes, but um, ah, oh, that's right then. It's still pretty good. Still talked about the episode enough. Exactly. What more? What more do people want from us? We give them two episodes a week. Yeah, we're not we're not the kind of people that are gonna go into every single detail or every Easter egg or anything like that. We're just not those. Not to, not today. I mean, we're not really East. I don't. I don't I mean, you are maybe. I'm not much of an Easter egg person. I'll, I'll watch a video if someone puts one out that I actually watch. Where it's yeah. like, these are the things you missed. I'm like, oh, that's cool. No, I do like looking out for Easter eggs. That's for sure. Yeah, I like I like them more when I I can find them myself. So. <laughs> Yeah, if I Both if I chocolate and in film, if I don't find any myself, I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care. The Easter Bunny hasn't been. If it's something that doesn't matter to the story, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, yeah. I think it depends on the person. For me, as soon as I see an Easter egg, I'm like, oh my god. I still I still don't think there's been an Easter egg in the Marvels things that, that excited me as much as the Iron Man two one, where you can see everything on the map. 
where it's like, oh, that's where Wakanda will be. Oh, there's something in the ocean that could be Namor. You know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I am still hoping Namor will show up at some point. I know there was some issues with his rights and that, but... He's going to have to at some point, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, well. I know there was a lot of rumours he'd show up in Black Panther 2, but I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah, time will tell, pal. Time will tell. Well, it comes out next year, so... <laughs> I'm sure. Wouldn't surprise me if they delay it. To be fair, I mean, it technically already was delayed, wasn't it? Like it was pushed oh, back. Yeah. I know it wasn't even given a release date until I think recently or something like that. But right now, Ryan Coogler is like he's already they've already announced he's doing a, a a Disney Plus show for about Wakanda as well. So I'm pretty sure he's got some good ideas. Yeah, no, it's in safe hands of him. And they've even said that like what the show, what the film's going to kind of be, and it's going to be more about you know the world and the characters that are already you know there trying to find the best way to move along it's way to honor yeah to move it on while also honoring the legacy of, of Chadwick Boseman I wonder what they're going to do though it is it is it's a tough one for sure oh it's, yeah yeah I, I mean they can obviously do the obvious one which is uh make Shuri Black Panther which I think is probably what they'll end up going for probably um, um, there are plenty of other people in the cast that could be that could lead it. You could even give it to, I mean, not the, not necessarily Black Panther, but I mean, Lupita Nyong'o is very capable of leading a film like that. I'd say even Winston, yep. I'd say even Winston Duke is. Oh, I was going to say Winston Duke for sure. But they should give it to uh, Martin Freeman. God awful accent he has. It's just, it, I think it. I don't think it's bad. What I think it is, it's just we know he's British, and I don't. It just affects. It just hurts our brains a little bit. Yeah, no. I always find a but... British person doing an American accent when I know how British they are is weird. But the other way round, I guess, doesn't. I'm not always. I don't always notice. So, for example, when I first heard Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, I was like, it's a bit weird hearing that voice come out of him. It takes you a lot of time to adapt to and get used to. Yeah, especially because they were on British television as well. So it's, I think British television, actually, I'd say British television is more Americanized than British film. Yeah, because British film is very British. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> like you, you watch a film like This Is England, you're like, yeah, this is Britain. You wouldn't get, you wouldn't get a Shaun of the Dead. In America, I wouldn't actually, work I'd, the same. No, it wouldn't work the same. But actually, I was going to say, I feel like Edgar Wright's films do still feel very Americanized. I think it depends on the film. I, I wouldn't say that for probably in like the, the dead. probably the high violence is what makes it feel Americanized. Yeah, no, you could be right. It's always Tarantino like in 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 um nature the violence in his films. Yeah, but that's again another that's a conversation for, for another, another podcast. podcast. Yeah, well, for our podcast, but for another episode. <laughs> Um, but no, that was our that was our little little chit chat about uh, episode four of Falcon and Winter Soldier. As always, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, we will have an episode on Monday. We, uh, if you listen to last week's episode, we said that we were going to do films from twenty fifteen. Yeah, uh, we've kind of delayed that possibly to next week. Um, well, just because we need time to actually watch yeah. the films. It's one of those ones where we're gonna we want to take time to make it as as good as it can be. Like I was, my specific thing is I don't want to walk in there with a saying a film is my favorite and then not be able to talk about it enough. Like, yeah, twenty fifteen so, is actually a tough year for me to look at to look at and find a favorite film. <laughs> so that one is coming just a week or two away. 
uh, this week we're going to be talking about fan casting. So, well, uh, fan castings and and because uh, I was going to say with directors and the, and directors we'd like to see take on certain roles in yes. So, like, I'd love to see Greta Gerwig direct a Dragon Ball Z movie. I'm joking, but um. <laughs> You know, some like that, for example. We want to, yeah, we'll find what yeah. directors we'd like to direct certain franchises. I don't want to spoil any because I don't really have that many, but like I could talk about. Them. Yeah, no, I'm still frantically making the I list. I think it's one where we could just do it off the top of our heads. We could just look up directors on on Google and be like, who, what, what, what could he do? <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, this Monday's episode. Yeah. So look forward to that. Until then, you can find Connor at. Well, I've changed my Twitter handle for that other one. It's um, no explanation why I've just done it. It's uh, at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six. Wrong. So C O N N O R J O R D A N underscore ninety six. And you can find me at the Doc eighty one on Twitter, and we have a Facebook page. Two smoking microphones. Type that in, and it will come straight up. Woo. Um, but no, yeah. As always, thank you for listening to this little minisode. We will have a big episode on Monday for you. But until then, stay safe. Look out for each other. Um, maybe enjoy some sunshine if you've got some sunshine. Yeah, but always remember, don't let the world get you down or keep you down. Don't let the world the, get you down. Whatever my sign-off was, it's one of those two. I'll, I'll, I'll remember. And mine is just a simple bye. <laughs>